Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code BRAVO for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code BRAVO. Use code BRAVO for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Gas discounts not available in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Have the home of the Gators in your home. Can't make it to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, the O'Connell Center, or Florida Ballpark? We have it taken care of. The homes of the Gators are now in your home on Alexa, Google Home, Sonus, or your smart speaker of choice. Home is where the chump is. We are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. Roll Super Mega for your backside. Shake your booty, do the Charmin slide. Super Mega make you feel alright. Everybody do the Charmin slide. One lasting TP gets everybody going. Please, booty's clean and totally glowing. Shake your booty, do the Charmin slide. Did you roll less? Charmin Super Mega Roll is longer lasting, so you can change the roll less often. Enjoy the go with Charmin. And on the SEC Network. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio. Sports Center All Night continues with Jay Reynolds. Thanks for making Sports Center All Night part of your night. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I'm Jay Reynolds to Major League Baseball where the Dodgers get to do it again. The 1-1 is popped in the air. Foul. First baseline. Freddie Freeman's there. He's got it. And the Dodgers' magic number is down to one as they have recorded their 12th shutout of the season. They're now 54 games over 500. Six to nothing over the Diamondbacks tonight. Charlie Steiner, AM570, LA Sports. Dodgers get the win. And they become the first team to clinch a postseason berth this season with the victory. Their magic number to win the NL West is one. It's their 10th straight postseason berth. The Dodgers officially clinching like they thought they had done on Sunday. Manager Dave Roberts even had a post-game toast with sparkling wine, and the players and staff were all given caps with the postseason logo Sunday. But hold on. Major League Baseball saying Monday it failed to account for a potential scenario where the Padres overtake the Dodgers for the NL West, and L.A. finishes in a three-way tie with the Brewers 
and the Cardinals in the wild card. In that scenario, Milwaukee would win the NL Central. St. Louis would win the wild card tiebreaker with L.A. based on head-to-head results this season. When baseball issued its original clinching scenarios ahead of Sunday's games, it was using the Dodgers' record against the Brewers as head-to-head tiebreaker. wasn't factoring in, factoring in the possibility of a three-team tie. Granted, in that scenario, the Dodgers would have had to lose their final 23 games. The Brewers would have needed to win their last 21 in order for it to all play out. But now the Dodgers have officially clinched a postseason berth. They can secure the division title as early as Tuesday. Giants, a 3-2 win over the Braves. Atlanta now on a three-game losing streak, matching their longest losing streak Of the season, Mets could have used the day to give themselves a bit more breathing room in the East, but no. The pitch is hit in the air, deep right field, going back, Maquin. He looks up, this is gone! Cubs strike first, a solo home run to right by Rafael Ortega. His seventh, 1-0 Cubs here in the second. The 2-1 drill, deep right field, way back, Maquin looks up, it's gone! Zach McKinstry gives the Cubs a 3-0 lead. A two-run home run to right. And the Cubs are playing Powerball early here in New York. Cubs Radio Network with the call. Cubs go out to a 5-2 win over the Mets. New York 1-9 for with runners in scoring position. 0-4 for with the bases loaded. Mets wind up losing to Chicago. The Mets still lead the Braves by a game and a half in the NL East. What a run that one particular angel has been having. Here's a ball that's lifted high and deep out into center field, and that one is Trout of here. Mike Trout has hit another home run. Seven straight games he's homered, and that one ties up this ball game at four. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Guardians would go on to a 5-4 win over the Angels, their fourth consecutive victory, longest active win streak in Major League Baseball, but Trout one for four with the two-run homer. Seventh straight game with a home run. One shy of tying the Major League record. Dale Long did it first in 1956. Don Mattingly did it in 1987. Ken Griffey Jr. in 1993. They all had eight consecutive games with a home run. Mike Trout right now is currently sitting on seven consecutive. Trout leads baseball with 11 home runs since returning from the IL on August 19th. 35 homers in 100 games played this season. Rangers and Marlins played two. Rangers a 3-2 win over the Marlins in the opener. Nathaniel Lowe, two for four. 50th multi-hit game of the season. And then in the nightcap... Martin out of the stretch to the plate, and Birdie shoots one into center field. Tavares over, can't get it. It's down for a hit. That's going to score one. That's going to score two. And the Marlins have the lead back at 4-3. to 9.40 WINZ. Marlins take the lead, and they would wind up extending it. They score eight runs in the fifth inning, and they go on to a 10-6 win over the Rangers. The eighth, eight runs in the fifth, tied for the most in any inning this season, eight for 16 with runners in scoring position, and they go on to the win, earning them a split of the doubleheader with the Rangers on Monday. Straight ahead, how big of a question was that decision at the end of Monday night? Sports Center All Night continues. It's ESPN Radio. 
Hey, it's Greeny and a devastating loss for Russell Wilson as he returns to Seattle and the Broncos in stunning fashion fall in week one to the Seahawks. We'll talk about that and much more. It's Greeny starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-687-5192. We are all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. September is World Ozone Month, so it's a great month to get rid of all your aerosol sprays and harsh cleaning products. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Melden Law, Injury Lawyers, Offices, Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million dollars now it's your turn download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas use promo code bravo for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's code b-r-a-v-o use code bravo for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill up gas discounts not available in new jersey and wisconsin the word alligator comes from the spanish word el legarto which means the lizard Florida Gators come from Gainesville, which translates in English to Champions. program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. 
That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Welcome in to another edition of the podcast, or tailgate, what is it called? Tailgate, that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, press your red button, Robbie. The podcast is on Monday and Friday, (laughs) (laughs) he said. We are here, uh, Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew. Jeff uh, just got through with his uh, workshop in the city, and he's got one more tomorrow. He He may be in tomorrow, we'll find out later. Uh, in the day tomorrow, if he is great, if he's not, we got Robbie again. Yeah, which is I'm your backup plan. Yeah, that's your. You've been a lot of people's backup plans in your life. Yeah, I'm comfortable in the role. Jill. Yeah. Gail. Yep. The list goes on, and I'm very comfortable. Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, maybe Karen. For all I know. <laughs> maybe you don't. You don't know. You don't. You but, never know. But anyway, Robbie, let, let's talk about a little bit. And we again, today's the day we're going to bury. Uh, I, I really, did, it's time to move on. Pat. I always liked Larry Battelle did this. Um, he would always say, "Look, after Tuesday, I don't want to talk about the previous game." Yeah, I, time to go move, move ahead. And I think that's what all Gator fans need to do. So today is the last day to vent. If you want to vent about what happened in the game, if you want to get mad or upset, uh, I think all of us kind of feel the same way. We're not stunned that Kentucky won the game. We're stunned how Kentucky won the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you and I talked last Friday, Pat, that we were really concerned about this game. There was a really good chance that Kentucky was going to get out of here with a win. But you're right. I mean, the, 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 the thought that Richardson would play like that and the offense would be so bad, you didn't see that coming. But when you look back now, Kentucky has a very good defense. And those and linebackers are out of this world. I think people underestimated what – the differences between week one and week two in terms of a defense, not only the offense. Yeah, you go, oh, we'll play better. No, I think in terms of a defense, now they've got film on you. And in this case, they had film now on Anthony Richardson with Billy Napier. First time they had it. Never never yeah. existed. Keep him in the pocket. And and they <laughs> found out what to do, and they, they handled it the right way. I mean, now I would, I would tell you this, the next team, USF, it's coming in here. They don't have a dominant defense or even close to And they don't have that opportunity to go, well, you only have a week to prepare. We only had a week to prepare. Uh, It's different uh, when you you go from week one to week two. I guarantee you Kentucky was looking at a lot of Anthony Richardson and Billy Napier film. You know, Pat Richardson, that that performance reminded me of how he played in the Georgia game where he had bad stuff happen to him and he lost his confidence. And you could – you, his body language in the second half on the bench, you could tell that he had kind of he was he lost his confidence. And that's the thing, though, that and again, now you got to get it back. This is part of Billy Napier's job. This is part of all the coaches' job to have a guy who basically after the game says, "I missed a few throws and I lost my confidence." That's not ideal. No, I mean that is not Brady esque. Yeah. You know that is not Favre esque. That is a guy. And I, I look, I will say this. Um, he's had three starts in his college football career. They've all been against ranked teams, yeah. all top 20 teams, all really good defenses. Has he fared well against them? No. But, I mean, it, it, 
be nice to get a start against somebody that wasn't that good, yeah. you know, and, and uh, maybe he'll get that. The best thing about the po- the best thing about the post game to me, Pat, was that he owned it, and so did Napier. He he took his responsibility. Yeah. They they didn't make any excuses. Nothing about an ankle turn early in the game or anything. They both owned it, and I think that's important when you're going to go ahead and start moving forward again. No, and he did again Monday. I mean, he talked about it a lot. Um, yeah, they. I mean, there, there's no question that. We knew this was going to be a, a process, Pat, w- building this program. And after the first game, I think people thought, hey, this could be a quick fix. But it's not yeah, going to be. It, it's it's not easy. It's and going to again, take time. And every game is going to be a, a one, probably a one-score game or a two-score game. Which that basically was a one-score ga- yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, if, if they don't go for those two fourth downs. And I question I question both decisions. I, I especially question the first one. But, look. This is typical of where where fans come from. They go, why couldn't we be more aggressive? Why couldn't we go for it there? And then when you go for it, you don't get it. Go, why did we go for it there? To me, the decision to go for it didn't bother me as much as the play call that they they came up with, which to me there was no creativity in that offensive game plan. And I come out of that game thinking, what is the what what is this offense? What are they trying to be? I'm only going to say this once, and then I'm going to let it go. But I remember watching um, their team play in the uh, conference championship game last year, and I went, well, you know, this offense doesn't look like anything special. They they find ways to score because they're yeah. good. Now, look, nobody's nobody's reinventing the wheel in college football right now. No. You've got you've to execute what you want to run with better players than the other team in a perfect world. Florida doesn't have – I don't think they have better players in Kentucky. No, I really don't. I mean, Kentucky. I think, I think Kentucky's they, outside linebackers yeah. are better. Florida's yeah. had in a long time. Yeah, especially when they get them eligible at the last. Yeah, month. but I mean, this shouldn't surprise anybody. What it, uh, Stoops was it year ten for him? Year whatever. Yeah, he's had you know his start there. He had losing seasons, but he built his program the way he wanted to. And now look at the results. You know, Billy Napier, give him time to do his work. And build this program. Well, and that's not the Gator way, but I, I know it's I, not. I, But they're going to have to because it, nobody wants to get rid of this guy. If you do, then then you're just being a idiot. But the bottom line is, um, we still there are some things to be concerned about. Of course, there are. Yeah, yeah. he's only coached two games here. Yeah, well, two's against, enough against ranked opponents. We're ready so. to get rid of him. It's all Jeremy Foley's fault. <laughs> it's always right. Yeah, let's just blame him for everything. But, but one thing, talking about moving forward, Pat, one thing I definitely don't want to see or hear is if Anthony misses a couple of passes, somebody boos him on Saturday. That would be the worst thing possible. Who are you it's a local in? kid playing yeah. as hard as he can. He has a great future. Give him time. I'm telling you, I, I said this to you on off the air. If Emory Jones is still here, he'd have played in that yeah. game. Yeah, well, Miller would have played but if they, he was but, healthy. Yeah, but there, there's nobody yeah, to put they, in. Yeah, they, they could not pull him to let him sit down and regain his composure and kind of, kind of get his confidence back. He, Which is, again, time, how you build a program. You build it with multiple yeah. quarterbacks that can play. Florida inherited two that could play. One of them bolted after two practices because yeah. he knew he wasn't going to play. Um, you know, you, you bring in a, a transfer who gets hurt right away. So, I mean, it is what it is. And, again, I look, I, I've seen the video, so I'm not making this up, but Anthony did get hurt in the uh, – I think it was the first or second play. He did. I mean, he noticeably limped yeah, away from that was, play. He was limping away, and so maybe that was part of the problem. Maybe the part of the problem was he did let it all get to him. I don't know. 
you know, the whole TikTok with Tebow, the whole yeah, I've thought about that too. The, the Tebow whole, thing, yeah, the whole, but the week whole was, you know, all of a sudden he's a Heisman uh, candidate, and all of a sudden Florida's number twelve, which yeah. they had no business being number twelve. All week it was about looking back at Utah. It seemed like to me, and the, the national media, and I don't know if the players but, were that way, but I will say this: I don't think that's why they lost the game. I don't either. I lo- I think they lost. Kentucky's better than them. They well. I think they lost because their quarterback played like crap. And you, you hope he doesn't ever do that again. Yeah. But this continues this amazing roller coaster Gator fans have been on yeah. for the last decade. You, it, it you feels feel great. You feel and terrible. And then <laughs> you go click, 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 click. And then you're. I mean, imagine the, de- the emotional high and then the low in, within one week here that we've seen. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I. I did a couple of radio shows and people call and go, man, it must be an incredible buzz around there. I go, yeah, there's a buzz, but of course it's rained every day. Yeah. So maybe that's taken some of the buzz away, but no, I mean, look, the crowd was there. I was there in a rare appearance. I was there for the first time since the 2020 Kentucky game in the press box. Why were you there? Were you there freeloading? No. Looking for a free meal? What I were you want, doing there? Uh, they actually, when I got there, the meal was already gone. Um, I wanted to go. I wanted to go to back to a game again. I Friday to, night, you didn't want to go. I know. I changed my mind. My daughter actually kind of talked me into it. But um, I was pretty happy when I was sitting there, and it was a nice night, and the crowd was going loud, and I was like, yeah, this is where I belong. This is my home. And then when the wind started blowing my papers away, <laughs> and I'm sitting there on that com- uncomfortable chair forever, I was like, I wish I was back home. <laughs> So in the end, uh, but I, I'm glad I went, and I, I, I'm glad I didn't. How's that? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I watched in the man cave. It was I great. know, but I had to write after the game. So um, then to turn on the Nebraska game, that was classic. Nebraska, Georgia Southern threw for oh, 400 you, yards. Yeah, you were on a different timetable than me. Yeah, on well, duh. Game. I watched a lot of football, but I, I tell you, the the most fun I had on Saturday was after the game, finally getting home, and I. I will tell you this, I probably was no more than 30 minutes after the game writing, you know, because I have certain things I have to do, but they're they're not that, you know, work intensive. So you could have done it from home. I, and I will this okay. week, I can tell you that. Well, you say that now, but then Saturday. No, I'm not going to this game. I so think you are. I, uh, I, I get to my car. I, I Luckily, a guy came by and offered me a ride on his little bicycle thing. So uh, I get to my car because we're parked. Again, Flavet closed for the parking. I, I still don't totally agree with that. You got on a bicycle I walk, thing? I walked through. Well, I, <laughs> I, so I couldn't see. Oh, uh, whatever, Pat. I couldn't see. And so the guy takes me back there. He didn't take me that far, but, I mean, I walked most of the way. Did you give him a tip? I did, yeah. What was it? Ten bucks. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> So I get to my car. The and, tips have uh, been don't pick people up like me. I never saw another car the way home. Oh, yeah? Not one. Everybody had bolted and bolted hard. Um, they don't hang around after a loss. No, and I'm. it's curious because I, what kind of crowd they'll get for Saturday's game. Well, uh, apparently it's close to a sellout, but now who's going to show up? Who exactly. I, I, I can tell you people that won't show up, yeah. and most of them are, are relatives of mine. <laughs> But, um, but see that—that's ridiculous. You, there are only so many opportunities to go to a game in the swamp and, and tailgate and have a good time. Why would you? This is not a real come opportunity to, a game? to enjoy a game. Yeah, I don't <laughs> get that. Not, I've yeah. never gotten that. That, that, that they don't show up after a loss. You—you've know, got what five, six. But opportunities? again, this is why Dumb. 
Florida needs to do a lot of things to the swamp to make it more fan friendly. It's not enough that the Gators are playing. You, it's who they're playing. Yeah. And it's just the way it is. Well, like Napier's been saying all along, the fans are all, everybody's part of this. So show up and do your thing, man. Yeah. And don't boo, okay? No. I did hear some booing. You did? In the, yeah. Uh, on Saturday night, I, I, towards the end when they, maybe when they went forward on that first fourth down, which I, I didn't agree so with. So they were booing coaching decisions, not yeah. players. Though, yeah. So. They were, but there was booing. It was, yeah. it was noticeable for me where I was sitting. But, well, don't, uh, don't do that. That's crap. I don't understand. I boo officials. Yeah. yeah, boo the other team when they run on the court or on the field. Boo officials again. Who, by the way, this is the most amazing stat to me, Robbie. Florida has played two games against two really good teams. They the other team has received four penalties. One of them on t- intentional. I know four penalties. Yeah. Kentucky had one penalty. You don't think they could, they held once in that game? Oh yeah. Meanwhile, Florida's only had ten yeah. in two games. Are, are they just decide we're not going to do well, it? I don't know. We're done. We're we're. Gonna... You know that long the long touchdown pass for Kentucky. That ball hit the ground. You could, but you couldn't. You, you there wasn't enough to overturn I, I it. But that I the ground see it, yeah. helped him catch the ball. There was no no question about it. But well, that's near the, neither here nor there. Now, as, so. as I've said many times, you have to play around the officials because they're yeah. not going to be good. They're not no. going to be good, especially this league. But and we saw Pac-12 officials were not very good last yeah. week. And what are you going to do on a play like that when the coverage was perfect, basically? That's one of those where you just kind of go, oh, well, not yeah. much you could do about it. You played it about as yeah, good as you Yeah, the last time it. Kentucky won here, they hit a couple of bombs, right? They did, but they also um, – that quarterback was running like crazy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they kind of own the Gators now. Three out of the last five, and they could have been four. Could have been worse, five. yeah. But they are what they are. I, I, All right, the question is, are they the second best or third best team in the SEC, or is Arkansas, or are they the second best team in the SEC? I, that's a good question. After right Alabama now. almost laid an egg. I'll tell you who else looks really good is Tennessee. They've gotten better on defense. Yeah. Very athletic and aggressive. I, I got to see Tennessee beat somebody. I mean, they beat Pitt. That's Pitt. Come on, not a bad win. Pitt's down. All these great players. Their quarterback's gone. Their best receiver's gone. Uh, and, and, and then they go overtime. So, but it's still a good win for them. But I will yeah, say, I will say this: I want to see them beat an Alabama or somebody like that. Uh, I think they're going to match up. And okay that may, with Alabama yeah. This year. Look, I, I, I don't. I will tell you right now. That unless some something happens drastically in the next week to to nine days, I'm going to pick Tennessee to win that game in, in Knoxville. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they've they've got too much offensive talent for Florida right now. And they're but, you and know they're at home, three thirty game, which is better than having a night game for yeah. Florida, I think. But I know who Doring, Chris Doring, has the number two team in the SEC. It's Kentucky. Yeah, see him. I heard him on the radio coming in. He he said he thinks they're going to beat Georgia at home this year. I don't. I don't that see Georgia's that. Georgia's coming off the, the a tough stretch, and that my Kentucky gut be home. is that Kentucky could easily go seven and one in the league, and Georgia they could. Eight, no. They definitely could. And Doring hasn't gone eleven one overall. But I mean, that's it wasn't possible. like they were overly impressive. No. I mean, they couldn't run the ball without Rodriguez. But they'll get him but back in a couple of weeks. They get him back, but there still weren't holes there. They yeah. weren't. They did not block well. Uh, Levis is okay. Their receivers are okay. 
Uh, Florida seemed to shut them down. Um, look, they scored 26 points. Um, 14 were pretty much 14 were give, yeah. gifts. Yeah. So I, I'm still not convinced that Kentucky's that good. Yeah. But you have to win those kind We're of games. We're going to have to wait a while now because they've got two weak opponents coming up now, right? They've got Non-conference. Northern Illinois and Akron or so something, Akron or Ohio or, or yeah. somebody. So we're not going to know anything for three more weeks on them. No, and then they have Ole Miss, and that's when Rodriguez. And they've got quarterback team. issues, right? Yeah, I, they don't even know who the starter is right now. Again, the SEC is still a big, gigantic mystery to me. Yeah, it is even more of a mystery because we we know there's one great team. We're not sure about about Alabama, and then we got about ten teams. We still have no idea whether they're any good or not. So. We'll see what happens. All right, we'll take your calls, 392-8255. If you want to get in here, again, you got one more date event and talk about how upset you are with the uh, the loss Saturday night, and then uh, we'll move on to the uh, next week, which is going to be a lot of great football games coming up, including one that's not going to be that great, Florida, a 24-point How about Miami at Texas a and I'm looking forward to that one. I'm kind of going back and forth still, Robbie. I got Jimbo Fisher's looking like uh, I know well, a big mistake. The way, but then this is my point. What if Jimbo beats Miami? And, he might and makes them miserable. That may be the better scenario. I, I maybe one be. of those. They run on the field. I tell who I'm rooting for. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back with more of the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew today here on. ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talia Baia. Starting off the week, the Gators volleyball team will be hosting the rivals, the Sentinels, in a sunshine showdown tonight. The Gators currently hold a 6-2 record and sit at number 16 on the AVCA Coaches Poll nationally, while FSU hold a 7-2 record. Tune in right here at 645 for live coverage. Today, the Tampa Bay Rays are playing in a doubleheader against the Blue Jays. The Rays are currently winning 4-2 in its bottom of the ninth. They will play them again tonight at 7:07. Lastly, the women's golf team are in a match right now that began at 9.55 this morning. They will also play them again tomorrow at 9 a.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baia. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville is home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators!
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m., WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Yeah. The late Bill Hager. Yeah. Is anybody alive from when we worked at the Sun? Pete Aldrich is alive. I think so. You think so? No mass. Is he still alive? Yeah, I'm sure he is. Mike Huguenin. 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 He's alive. We've had him. I had him on my podcast a couple of times. You did? He's still great. Talk to him. Hilarious. Remember Huguenin? We was our boss. We said, yeah, Mike, I'm Huguenin, I'm going to take 10 days off. Okay. He goes, okay, cool, man. Yeah. No matter what. Cool, man. I'm not going to do my story tonight. I'm going to goof off. Cool, man. Let me tell you what. I will say this. The job of sports editor of the Gainesville Sun in the day, I'm not saying now because I have no idea. What I, yeah, I'm right not now. sure what's going on with it. But now. in the day was a hard job. It was a and hard job. it wasn't job. for everybody. No. Uh, probably wasn't for me. I did six and a half, seven years of it, and it drove, about drove me crazy. cost me a marriage. It would have driven me crazy too. It was it was not easy because we wanted to do things so great, you know. And again, we were going. We went through so much. Think about this. When I get there in '87, right away we've got the Norm Sloan investigation. I know. There was and it a turned lot going into on. the Galen Hall investigation. <laughs> and next thing you know, they get a, they got to get a new football and a basketball coach. And you know, it, I, I remember in '89 I came up to cover the. Gators, and they made me live here, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And like the first practice, I said, I, I should be under investigation for doing this, moving up here. 
because all that stuff was coming down. And I remember every time at practice when Tom Lyons and who else would show up? Judd oh, yep. oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going if on. they were there. Yeah, yeah the, new, was... the Gainesville News side was there. It was like, uh-uh. But that was the amazing thing is we actually had like a spotlight team. You know, like you did. Like they the were movie. yeah. Judd McGrann and Judd McGrann, Tom Lyons, Brad Liston yeah. was the uh, uh, Brad Liston who's passed away too. Was the editor of it? Bill King only worried about that. He, you know, yeah. Paul Jenkins was able just to worry about the basketball yeah. team and cover the games, and we could put a spotlight team. Yeah. The, the <laughs> sun was way ahead. That of the was curve. more people than they have yeah. working there now. That was they, the sun was way ahead of the curve with that whole thing yeah we did a heck of a job yeah you did we won a bunch of awards but you know i mean one time i picked up a wednesday paper there's like 15 mug shots across from 1 a.m going oh no (laughs) there goes my day think about this though how you used to in the old days when and again this is when newspapers were alive um you would wake up and i would wake up the same way even though we work for rival pick up your paper and you would pick up all these different papers, yeah. St. Pete Times. Well, you would get them all Dambit the sun, Trib- too. Yeah. yeah. And then the alligator, yeah. you were really worried about them, and you would just look at them with one eye open because you were afraid of what would be in there. The alligator always had connections with the players because they, they were around them yeah. a lot. So yeah. they, that was one way they got scoops, and they got a lot of them. Yeah, it was crazy. But now, of course, nobody has connections with anybody. <laughs> no. So. Back then, we had relationships with the coaches. Now, I don't think the coaches know any of those people. I told somebody this story, and they, they said that I was out of my mind, that it didn't really happen. But the day Spurrier, uh resignation was announced, and I, I got the story first, and I was really lucky, thanks to Drew Copeland for giving me that story. Um, and after I got it, it posted and everything up on the, on the wire, and I called uh, our good friend Chris Mortensen, and said, "Hey, go go read our stuff on the on the web." He goes, "What?" And I go, "You won't believe it." And so we got credit for it. And I was so happy, and I went over across to the uh, campus, and I went to the uh, up to the football office. And I just walked in. Nancy Sainz there. I go, "Hey, that's unbelievable!" And she goes, "Yeah, uh, sad day, sad day, and everything." I go, "Well," uh, so I walked right back to John Hoke's office. I go, and Lido is walking out. That's funny. And I go, I go. What do he say? He goes, ah, he's done. He's gone. He's decided he's gone. I go, wait a minute. I got to call, call it in. He's <laughs> gone. Mean, that's the access you had back in those days. But remember, back in the day, Spurrier would have us over with the assistant coaches for a party. Oh, yeah. Before every season, I think. We watched was. the Duke-Kentucky. Yeah, the we did. The famous Duke-Kentucky game there. Remember how you ended the one party? Though? I did. Yeah. It got a little gaseous. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get some phone calls. Uh, we are open for you at 392-8255 all day for two hours. Now it's only an hour and a half, though. Adam, what's going on, Adam? Pat, Robbie. Hey, Adam. boys in St. Augustine. Man, I love it there. That's where I learned how to surf, guys. The Me Beach too. Boys. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, um, uh, Robbie, I want to I want to get your opinion because you're rarely on the show, and yeah. I love it. I love it when you're on. I, I want to get your opinion. With as much as the defense performed in the, in the first half, let's just talk about the first half. As much as they performed and turned the ball back over to the offense and gave that staff and not only Anthony Richardson and the team that was on the field because you got to remember Billy Napier is calling the game as well. Yeah. As many times as that defense just completely destroyed them and gave the ball back to the offense, could you ever believe that we got beat? But you know what happened? 
The offense couldn't do anything, so the defense isn't real deep. So in the second half, they got worn down a little bit. So the offense did nothing to help the defense, and no, I don't think Napier and the play calling did anything to help Richardson no. either. So it was a combination of things, and that's why I think Napier owned it, and they all yeah, took and, credit for the loss. And again, don't forget that Kentucky had a full game of tape of Napier and Richardson together that Utah did not have. They did not have that. And they were able to scheme up stuff. And I, I will say this, the one negative I would say about Billy Napier was they didn't seem to adjust. They didn't seem there to were come, no, up, there weren't. come up with anything different. And he, and he, you know, I think a reverse would have been nice at some point or something like that. Um, they almost coached that game, uh, you know, I don't want to say scared because scared money don't make money, but they coached it with a – Real level of conservative. There was there was nothing creative with the, no. with the offensive game plan. But I agree. I thought the defense played great in the first half, and a lot of guys played. But I think they got a little worn down in the second half because they were out there so long. I agree, and I I love that take by both of you guys. And it's about time we get a little bit of truth about that because I I totally agree. I I think Napier needs to own a little bit more than what he's owning at this point. But I'm not trying to. Throw the baby out with the bath bath water here, but at, at at the same time, it wasn't creative. It seemed like they stuck to what they were trying to make happen, which was away from the strength of the team, which is the rushing attack. And and here's my question in this, right? Um, let's not let's not forget that Billy Napier is a very much an analytical coach. Yeah, he is. Right? Yes, very much an analytical. A coach and 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 obviously what what Kentucky was doing, it 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 forces the pass right. It forced Anthony Richardson to to beat him with his arm, and that, that was their plan. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna make him beat him. Keep him in the arm. pocket. Yeah. Make him throw the ball. Okay, but so that wasn't working, and it seems to me, just my opinion, that he had a problem with breaking away from the analytics. And I, I think that's a mistake in the SEC because sometimes that can play against you. Um, with the momentum of being at home and as much as that defense, I mean, we're, we're that there's no reason why we should have lost this game. I really no, think. But I mean, you go back, go back to this point in the game. They just get a safety to go up sixteen to seven. Okay. Then the pick six. There, no, but there is – wait a minute. There is a kickoff from the their own 20-yard line, so you should get the ball in great field position. Yeah. What happens? Holding penalty. Yeah, that was – Puts killer. it back to the 20, and that's when the pick happened that, that set him up at the six. But those are the things that we were supposed to see get better. Yeah. Special teams, not penalties. They, they have reduced penalties drastically, only three in this game. But special teams has got to do something. Yeah. And they're doing – right now they have done diddly-poo. Yeah. But, you know, midway through that first half, I said to myself, there's no way Florida's going to lose to a team with an offensive line that Kentucky has because they were kicking their butt up front. Yeah. I mean, knocking them backward. You know, the so only I, way – look, I, I thought there was no way that they were going to lose Literally, at 16-7, if Florida had run the ball on every play the rest of the game, they'd yeah. have probably won. I want to see more ETN, I'll tell you that right yeah. now. I rest my case, guys. Thank you so much. Go Gators. Thanks for the call. That was a good one. What was his case? The analytics. They didn't oh. adjust at all, and they didn't. Okay. There was no adjustment. I still don't know what this offense is or what it wants to be. I, I am totally... How would you do, what, what is their offense? 
Uh, RPO. Run and pass. What, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It I has d- no identity right now. Robbie, to me, the biggest – I think I talked about this yesterday uh, when I was doing the show solo. But uh, to me, the play that will always stand out to me, third and three, late in the game, fourth quarter, and they run – what you look, what seems to be an RPO with ETN. Yeah. He runs into a pile of people – and you go, Don't pull tell it. me that he's pulled it and he's, and he's running around running the end. free, yeah. But he wasn't. Nope, he was he, stuck. He did yeah. not pull it. He just didn't want to pull the ball. Now, whether it was confidence, whether it was his ankle, whatever the reason, he played like crap. He did not play at the level that uh, – now, I'm not saying a Heisman Trophy winner needs to play. I'm saying a quarterback in college football needs to play. But, he you know, in the second half, that looked like a Will Muschamp offense, Ben. I wrote that. Do you that. know what I'm saying? I wrote that. It, it really did. did. And I guess great minds think alike, but I put that on the. Uh, I think I put that on the grades uh, for WRUF. Yeah, but it, it I said it felt must way. champion. Yeah, we've seen that yeah. before, and that's not good. So look, it's two games. Calm but down. But I'm saying, but like <laughs> the caller just now, no adjustments or noticeable adjustments at all. Yep, absolutely, I agree. So. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back with more. You can uh, get a call in here at three nine two eight two five five. And I will tell you about the most watched games of the weekend. Where do you think Florida and Kentucky came in one through eight, let's just say? And we'll we'll talk to Robbie about that. Robbie Andrew and I doing the show today from Weimar Hall. You're listening to the Tailgate, ESPN ninety eight one FM and eight fifty AM WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN ninety eight one FM and eight fifty AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. We know it's been hot as heck outside, and the Gainesville summers certainly make you sweat. But I've got some fantastic news for you weather-wise. Folks, it's about to get even hotter. Now, don't worry. That's a good thing because prices are sizzling at Oaks Jewelry throughout the month of August. In fact, it is their lowest prices of the year. With fashion jewelry and sterling silver, 40% off. Earrings, rings, necklaces, gemstone jewelry, and diamond earrings, 30% off. And fellas, guess what? You can get 20% off engagement rings all month long. It's a perfect time to ask that perfect question. And there's no question that Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. Locally owned and operated, they've been making Gainesville sparkle for more than 30 years. So stop by today, say hey, and walk away with the best gift in town. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered showers are still possible through this evening. Tomorrow, a low chance for morning rain will increase to 60% in the afternoon. Highs in the 80s, local flooding is the main threat. Thursday and Friday, thunderstorm chances remain at 60%, and so do high temperatures in the 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Cowboys are in trouble. I think they know it. But they are in trouble because in the offseason, they did not acquire a backup quarterback that would be sufficient enough if something like this would happen. Backup quarterbacks at a premium. If you can get you one, you'll go and pay for that guy. This is where we are with the Dallas Cowboys. Another dud, another dud season for them. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator Women's Volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. Pat Julian, Robbie Andrew today, and uh, tomorrow we'll see. Uh, we got to kind of wait and see what how it goes with Jeff. He may be able to make it in. If not, then Robbie will be in here again tomorrow. Uh, we're always excited to have Robbie as we were Monday or Friday. Yeah, Friday was fun, Pat. We had a we had a good time. We'll never know too. what that little Kentucky kid wanted to say to us because we had our no, headphones on. I know. He came up to the table right, and said something, and I we were like, what? What? He might have said, you guys. He probably mouthed off and feels like he got away with it. You guys need to eat more squirrel brains. <laughs> so uh, he got away with it. Mouthed he, off and got he away may with have. it. But anyway, it's. Um, it was a harbinger. Harbinger of things <laughs> to come. Yeah, it was so funny because, and again, you know, Utah had a good crowd here, and they had people all over Gainesville. 
Kentucky didn't have hardly anybody here. Didn't but it seem didn't matter. Like it, did it? They had a little band, they had a little pep band, and they were chanting "Go Big Blue," and there wasn't a whole lot Gators could say. They were, they were, you know, they were the better team, and they they found a way to win the game. I mean, nothing like seeing Stoops get a Gatorade bath again in the swamp. I know. Is he up for? Is Nebraska coming after him or no? Do you think? Well, let me ask you this: If you were in Nebraska, would you hire Urban Meyer? Didn't I go over this on Monday? No, you I'm weren't like, here on Monday. No, on your oh, on your podcast, I said no. Oh yeah, I went no way. <laughs> no, he's got too much baggage, and he's he doesn't have the energy but to get back in there and recruit. Don't and you do all think they want to win? So I mean, they have been really in a hole, even with Frank Solich. They weren't great, but they were nine win. Yeah, they were seasons. good. Bowl team, they were good, and and that may be the best they can do. But the only guy that I would tell you that is available that could make them great is is Urban Meyer. And like I did say too on Monday, Pat, not yesterday, is that that is a blue blood program. I mean, with a lot of tradition, he would be drawn to that, especially when it's in the state as it is now, where he could bring it back. Would I be drawn to that? Yes, I would. But well, how long will he last? Have if I he been goes? to Lincoln? No, I haven't. <laughs> Urban Meyer likes to interview himself. He does. Am I interested in the job? Yes, of course I am. Yeah, I, I don't do fun. Will Shelly be unhappy with this? Yes, she yes, will. Yes, she will. She'll kill me. But we'll still take it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think he would. I, I, I agree with you, but it would be interesting if he did. And uh, you know, It would he, be a splash hire, that's for sure. Yeah, it would be. Splash the movie. But if you saw him with, by the <laughs> way, just so you know, there is a waitress at the swamp right now. Works behind the bar. Yeah. Uh, well, then she's not a waitress if she works behind the bar. But she and she's not a waitress. She's a server. Whatever she is, old okay. school dually. She literally looks exactly like Daryl Hannah. And I'm not saying somewhat like. I mean, it is like spitting image. Like she looks now, and like at 80 years old. No, or? like she oh, looked okay. when she was. The mermaid? 21. Yeah. And and she actually showed us, we were talking about that with Karen and I where we were in there on Sunday, and I said, and Karen brought it up because I go, I'm not going to say anything to, to her about she looks like somebody she's probably never heard of. Because oh, yeah, I get it all. I get it all the time. She goes, my mom gets it all the time. She showed us a picture of her mom who was wow. drop-dead gorgeous. Nice. Better, way better looking than Daryl Hannah. And um, and actually, this girl is too. So, but anyway. Where did you guys park? Yeah, it was an issue. <laughs> I yeah, duh. There, we, there's no parking lot, and that's the biggest problem. But yeah. like Chris Harry says, there was no parking lot at the other one either. No, there wasn't. So, you had to you had to find which it, which is a good point. And we found it. We got parking. We went in, had a. Uh, we actually went and had lobster yesterday. So it's a long story. Well, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Let's see what Byron has to say. Maybe he had lobster yesterday. Well, I've been thinking about it. I need something to bring me out of my uh, two days of mourning. Maybe a lobster will do it. It was very much a uh, soul-stealing loss. I would it was a that. tough one, no doubt about it. Yeah, it was very tough. Just for, just for a side, Pat, if you would, next time you go in the swamp, find out uh, when that waitress is going to be working, because I'd like to meet her mom. Yeah, you, I don't think you your mom... Post her, her schedule. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, her mom won't be there. I'm sure. I think she lives. Well, I'm sure, else. but I'm sure uh, Daryl Hannah, the Daryl Hannah lookalike fat, can give me her number if I if I smooth her a little bit. You know. Uh, I've met you, Byron. You're not getting that number, okay? I can just tell oh, you that I, right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> I have probably do me a favor. You can't do this when you're on the air because you're on 
Facebook Live, but uh, once the cameras turned off in the studio, walk over and kick Smack that, will you? Well, I'll do it on camera. I got no problem with that. <laughs> he has no trouble okay. doing that. Yeah. Oh, he does. Okay. He'll take his shirt either. off and hit me. That'll be. Then I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> You're in trouble. Well, I won't that. have to buy Robbie a beer then. <laughs> okay. Good deal. I'm going to kick good his deal. butt during the break. Well, I don't even know what I was going to call about now. We've gone off on these other stories. What was I going to call about? Oh, uh-huh. I've been in two days of mourning. Robbie, you want to know that uh, I guess this was about 1030, 11 o'clock Saturday night. I went into the kitchen and grabbed all the knives out of the kitchen drawer, put them in a glad uh, black uh, paper bag and threw them in the back of my walk-in closet so I couldn't find them. Yeah, that was one of those. Yeah, you don't want to put yourself in danger. A game like that will put yeah. you there. Yeah, now I've got the knives are so far away in the back of the closet, I can't get to them. I'm going to have to buy new knives. Uh, as long as but, you can get uh, to the beer, you're good. No, I actually bought a Victory Beer, Robbie, and a Michelob Light Ultra. You know, one of those, and they're pretty good. Yeah. I didn't feel too full afterwards, but I didn't drink it Saturday night. I drank it, I drank it last night. Yeah. You know, I couldn't drink it Saturday night. I was so sad. Saturday was not a good night, uh, but I, I will say this. I... Being in a press box again, I was able to go turn that switch. You know, as soon as the game's over, I'm like, okay, right. Mm-hmm. You got it right. You know, don't worry about it. You know, you can't worry about those kind of things. I remember the day mm-hmm. of the Tim Tebow speech. You know, I turn it right off. I'm going, I'm writing the story about this, this incredible speech. And my wife calls me and she's crying. And I go, Karen, it's just a football game. Don't worry about it. And she said, well, Maddox is dying. And that so that was a sad, sad day. And that's when you kind of realize it. It's just football, man. It's fun. It's we love it. Yeah. We adore it. We live for it in so many ways. But it is a small part of our lives. But it's a it's a big part of our well, lives, and know, yet a small a, part of our lives. For a seventy seven year old who loves Gators and loves actually loves the SEC and college football in particular, you know, I will get tears in my eyes. My eyes will tear up. When the Gators lose, and that's the truth. I get very sad. I get very sad about it. You know, that's my emotional part of me, Robbie. I'm sorry, but Byron, I'm not like you. I don't love the SEC. No, I I kind of root against. I negative root most of the time. Do you think everybody? Nobody in Alabama cares about Florida. No, I guarantee you that. Nobody in Georgia cares about Florida. Nobody in Nashville cares about Florida. Yeah, so why care about Missouri? Nobody or in Missouri Nashville. cares about Missouri. I'm negative. <laughs> negative SEC. You guys are awful. <laughs> what are we going to do with both of you? Now I'm anyway, going for Miami now that I think about it. Let me ask one Uh-oh. more thing and I'll get off because you've got some other callers. <laughs> but uh, has there been any – I haven't been listening. I just turned you guys on when I called in. I was able to listen to you. Uh, have you heard anything about Anthony Richardson mentally or physically or anything like that, how he's doing? No, I mean, everything we've gotten is that he's, you know, going to commit to doing uh, the kind of things he needs to do. Yeah, stuff. I think that whole theme is yeah. you got to get better, improvement for everybody. I mean, I, I yeah. look, the the bottom line is this was a guy that probably had, got filled up too much and uh, yeah. a, another yeah. defense again. I, I think I think it's what one thing that people don't grasp is that when a team's got a week to look at you versus a team that, has no look at you yeah. and it's it's different and 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 especially a coach like Mark Stoops who knows what he's doing 
and they came up with a plan. That play where Jordan Wright had that pick, that was a re- there's a reason why that happened. He was they, there in position. He was there in position. Not only that, but the guy behind him had if they did complete the pass, he would have tackled them maybe for a first down, but it would have yeah. maybe no gain. So, I mean, they they just had a better game plan, and Florida's got to figure out a way to stretch the field. If they don't, this is going to be a long season. Right now, they can't stretch the field They don't all. even take shots down the no, field. very yeah. few. Yeah, Robbie, one more thing, and I'll let you guys yeah. know. I'm not, not disappointed because your favorite Notre Dame team is now under Marcus Freeman. 0-3, including the bowl game. That's so awesome, that. isn't it? I love it, too. Yeah, I love that. That was great right, watching guys, Marshall. Maybe I'll get it. If I feel like it and you try to be nice to me, I'll call in later on the week. Okay, do it. I loved watching Thank Marshall you. in that I game. I appreciate the call. Uh, that was cool. By the way, in that game, Justin Shorter targeted eight times, two catches. Now, I'm not blaming him. No, no, of course not. Uh, you know, uh, Xavier Henderson, ten times targeted, six catches. I mean, they're just not connecting. And they've got to figure that out. But here's another thing, Pat, and I saw somebody bragging on the offensive line. They haven't given up a sack yet. But they've given up a lot of pressures yes. that have been, had an impact on Richardson and the passing game in general. So no the no-sack thing is overrated right now because they're getting, they're giving up a lot of a lot of heat. There are a lot of things that are overrated, including uh, the next eight minutes of this show. Yeah. But we'll, we'll still Don't do forget, all... during the break, I have to kick your butt. Okay, go ahead. Then Byron will give me a beer. That's fine with me, and then I won't, you know, I, I can just sleep here. Yeah. Be ready for tomorrow. It'll so. be a very restful sleep, too. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more of the tailgate right after we take this break. You're listening to it on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talia Baya. Tonight, the Gators volleyball team will be back in action at the O'Connell Center against their rivals, Florida State. They are currently coming off a three-game winning streak after their time in the Sunshine Invitational Tournament over the weekend. Considering the Gators are 6-2 and two and the Seminoles are 7-2, and two, this game is expected to be a close one. Tune in right here at 645 for live coverage. The Tampa Bay Rays are also taking on the Blue Jays today in a doubleheader. They just beat them 4-2 and two and are preparing to play them again tonight at 7.07. This was a good win for the race considering they just broke their three-game losing streak. They now sit at third place in the AL East. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baya. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. 
Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee to you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC at Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com Nothing runs like a... Nothing runs like a... I need a Kubota. Get into Florida Coast Equipment today. Your Florida Kubota dealer. We have equipment you can depend on. And people you can trust. We have the best deals in the state on Kubota tractors, Kubota mowers, Kubota utility vehicles, and Kubota construction equipment. Our family has been Florida's premier Kubota dealership for over 30 years. So whether you're buying, renting, or simply need your Kubota service, come into any of our 10 Florida locations. Equipment you can depend on. And price you'll love. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com. The future is now. This week, the Gators battled the USF Bulls inside the swamp. Ten to the five. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. So is the Kelly Clarkson show like on for three hours? It just feels like it. Feels like it's because again, we always this is the way it is. We have a crap show on one TV and then sports on the other TV. No Kelly Clarkson. And, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Um, I I'd actually watched that the other night. Forty year old version. That's, That's a funny movie. That is so funny. <laughs> Like the first time I saw it, I, would, I didn't wasn't a big fan, and then every time I watch it, I like it better. Um, but yeah, her show is on forever. Anyway, what were we gonna talk about? It's like an Oprah oh, I show. know what it was. Um, the Miami Texas A&M game, nine o'clock, nine o'clock game, which is beautiful. Um, so it'll start at halftime of the Florida game. Probably. You're kind of going uh, back and forth on the, on who to root for there. I'll just wait and see when they take the field. Well, you don't know Miami's fight song, but, but my, so you can't you know you can't go oh that Miami fight song makes me well, no I nothing. do know because I covered them for a while down there. Dun 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 dun. Is that it? No, that it, is it. The, the, the way you, your version of it sucks. <laughs> Dun, 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 yeah, I, know, yeah, I yeah. got it. 
But I mean, it all soon came here's the me. thing, though. For two teams that never play, Florida-Miami rivalry is hotter than ever. It is People, amazing. they hate each other. It's just a, it's a bitter hatred that it will never go away, and then it comes back when they do play each other every once yeah. in a while. Um, but um, it's, yeah. Yeah, you look on Twitter, it's like my, Miami doesn't hate FSU. But, like, Miami no. hates Florida. Ah, they hate Florida FSU, way more than they hate FSU. FSU hates Florida, but not, not no. they don't hate Miami. No. But do I hate Texas A&M, or is it totally a Jimbo thing? It's a Jimbo thing for you, probably. Yeah. I don't like it. You liked him when Bear Bryant was the coach. Dude. No. I, I, <laughs> I didn't like him when uh, – no, when, was it Curly Hallman? No, he wasn't there. He, he was, was LSU. Yeah. No, when uh, somebody else there. Anyway, we got to get out for the first hour. We'll come back. We'll talk a lot more college football in the second hour. Please join us at 392-8255. Until then, we will take a break, and we'll be right back here on the tailgate. Uh-huh. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first, and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, it is a sleepy Tuesday. Another rain-soaked day. Getting ready to get it some rain. rain. That much. Well, it's getting ready to rain some more. Hopefully, it doesn't rain too yeah, much. Yeah, I've got my umbrella. You don't have yours. It's just, um, it's amazing how much rain we've gotten this month. Um, but anyway. And we uh, haven't even had a hurricane yet. I know. And there's one coming. Um, there's several coming. By the way, here are the – what do you think the most watched game was on Saturday? Oh, Alabama-Texas. Wasn't even close. 10.6 million people. And that goes – you wonder why the FCC took Texas. Yeah, really. That brand is, sells a lot yeah. of, you know – That was an entertaining game. It was a good game. But I'm just saying, they. that's why you took – Texas, now yeah. you can match those teams up every year. In fact, if I'm the SEC, I go, let's make sure Alabama and Texas play every year. Let's put, yeah. make them the permanent. 15 penalties, Saban was about to explode. God. He's got more than Florida's in that game that Florida's gotten all its games. Yeah. So. Didn't Florida have 15 at Kentucky last year? Yeah. Second uh, most watched game, Tennessee-Pitt, which was a great game. And of course, Very entertaining. Overtime. And then Kentucky-Florida was third. Um, Wazoo, Wisconsin. I watched a little bit of that game too. I didn't watch any of that one. Um, Wisconsin lost to Washington State Stanford, at home, right? Yep, Stanford, USC. I did not watch any of that. Was uh, next, and then Marshall, Notre Dame, two and a half million. Again, that shows you the power of Notre Dame. And of course, a lot of people go, "What? What's going on over there?" The Notre Dame Marshall game. Let me flip it over. I don't think anybody thought that Marshall had a chance to no. win that game going in. And then Baylor, BYU. Those were the top uh, seven. BYU's ranked. pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. 
Um, we're not going to get into, by the way, um, the games coming up this weekend until tomorrow. We'll, well, tomorrow yeah. we'll talk about them, but not today. We're, we're going to still talk about the games last weekend. But uh, I wonder how much of the NFL games you watched, Rob, because obviously I watched it was a bunch. first week and uh, was kind of there was a lot of exciting games. A lot, to me, you know, I'm a Vikings fan. I loved watching that game. They played pretty good. They did. I saw their er- offense is much better now. I saw about a week ago somebody had they had all these MVP predictions and somebody said Kirk Cousins. And when I saw that, I was and I shocked. Went, what? And I go well. He's. I mean, look, he's got Jefferson. Jefferson is unbelievable. He, was, he had a fantastic game. 184 yards receiving. Let me tell you what. They may be WRU. I don't know if they're DBU, but they may be wide receivers. Yeah. When you look at the players they've turned out Baylen over the last and, few years. Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking, oh, about talking about LSU. LSU. Yeah, with uh, obviously uh, OBJ and Landry and all these guys, and now now Jefferson Booty Booty Boutte. Uh, yeah Boutte. Um Did they get on the ball in the game the other night? I don't know. Did you see the video of the fan? There's a fan LSU fan during the game. I mean, there is a live action on the field at about. Oh yeah, he walked out. He just around. walked out there and started there was a watching. play going on. <laughs> They kicked I mean, his butt pretty good once they got him. They did, but I mean, he could have gotten killed yeah. if they'd run a sweep. Yeah, but that might have audible to him. Yeah. But and he just was so oblivious. He then he resisted no, and got cuffed. There's no telling what kind of yeah. You know, when the cops or, come get you when you're on the field, just walk off and you're probably going to be okay. Don't go on the field. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. don't. Go, but if you resist there, you're going to get cuffed. In my life, the only time I've ever been on a field was as a journalist walking across to go interview somebody. I've never. Yeah. Like gone I've never on. had any inclination to want to no. do that. And, and especially in front of police. But that's yeah. during the middle of a game. That's totally different. Now, you did one time, Florida at Georgia in Athens, and you said, I'm going to see how far oh, I can yeah, get on I the field. Oh, yeah, I was on a, the yeah. field for a play, yeah. Yeah, you said, I'm going to see how far I can get on. It was in the end zone. Was, was that on the end around by what's the thing that went for a I, touchdown? It was, I think yeah. it was. And you, you kept creeping up and getting further on the field to see how far you could get on the field. I was like three or four yards on, I would yeah. think. And then you had to get off. <laughs> you had to jump off. That's I remember Doc, never... Doc Lucky got pelted with everything, including tobacco juice. Yeah. Big old oh. thing of tobacco juice. Gross. Well, obviously, there were a lot of NFL games, and I know a lot of you love your fantasy teams. I'm not in fantasy football this year, and I'm, I I found it really freeing not to worry but about who scored. Be. I, how can you enjoy the games if you're worried I, about that all the time? Jeff made me get into one last year. This year, I'm not getting into one, and I'm just – I enjoyed the heck out of uh, the NFL. Uh, it was a good, a good way to cleanse your palate after that Florida yeah. loss, you know. Uh, but obviously, uh, we saw a lot of crazy things happen yesterday in the NFL as well. And um, uh, Doc Pr- Dak Prescott now out for six months or six weeks uh, with a thumb injury, and it just just doesn't ever seem to work out for the Cowboys, no. does it? That doesn't well, bother the me. Tampa Bay's defense was exceptional. Yep, they look great. I think they're, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. All right, let's get a phone call in here. Gator Jim leads us off this second hour, which is brought to you, as always, by Melden Law. They won't back down. What's going on, Gator Jim? Up what? Hey, how you doing, Robbie and Good. And Pat? Good, so, how are uh, you? I, good, very good. So Pat knows I go way back with the Gators, but uh, I remember uh, several things. I was, at, I was at that game in Athens, and I was at 
77 George game when Wes Chandler stole the show. Yeah, he had I a great at, game. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at, I was at Charlie Fell's whole first season when uh when Scott Brantley went down against Tech, you know. And we played FSU on a Friday that year, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Friday mm-hmm. Friday like noon game. But they didn't announce it until like a week before the game. <laughs> you know. The Gators and gave then, the game. Uh, yeah. Didn't they come yeah. out in the uh in blue pants for that game? I can't remember. But I think oh, it was orange jerseys remember. and blue pants. Oh, I know. Yeah. They were a heavy underdog, and they, they really competed. They blocked the punter yeah. early, yeah. I think. Larry, yeah. Larry, Larry Ochap. Yeah, Dr. O. Yeah, Dr. O. And uh, I was at the California game, 1980, the, the uh, running shoot with Mike In Shanahan. Tampa, yeah. In Tampa, it was 100 degrees. Yeah. You know? and yeah, then, that was Shanahan's yeah. debut as the coordinator. Yeah. It went well. <laughs> Forty-one thirteen. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, was it uh, Rich? Rich Campbell. Campbell. Yep. Campbell. Yeah. Let me ask you something. So eighty-two. I remember that we we beat Miami on the uh, James Jones over the head pass. Yep. You know, falling backwards in the end zone. North was end zone. David, was that perhaps David Steele's first game as as play as a. On the radio network, I don't know the I'm answer. I'm not to that. sure. It yeah, may, I don't. It may well be, but I don't. I don't know the answer on that. Okay, so so then we we were we played USC, and we beat them like seventeen to nine, and then we beat uh, Mississippi State, but then we lost to LSU at home. I think Dalton Hilliard beat us that. Yeah, day. The, the two freshman running backs for LSU had big games. Yeah, so I'm just saying, uh, you know, I think. That maybe this past week there might have been something going on with Richardson because after that, and I talked to you yesterday, Pat, after that first five minutes of the, of the first quarter, they, it seemed like they would not let him run the ball and, and play his game. But I'm saying, even after we lost in 82 to LSU, I mean, we came back, had a pretty good year. Of course, we lost 44 to nothing to Herschel. Yeah, that was a brutal know. one. But, but, but that 82 yeah. season is the weirdest season in Florida history. Oh, yeah. Because they started out by beating Miami, USC, and yeah. USC, and yeah. ended up like eight and four, yeah. you know, playing the yeah. Blue Bonnet Bowl. Now, listen, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not ashamed of this nor proud of it, but I was actually a student in '82 at Florida State. I lived in Kellum Hall, which is now no longer exists. But uh, there's remember, nothing to be ashamed of there, as long as you didn't get the degree from there. No, I didn't. So uh, anyway, <laughs> so you're not really yeah, an old then. Yeah, my, yeah, my classes the next year at Santa Fe were much tougher than they were at Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 listen. So I remember the Florida State game, '82. I have a little Seminole girlfriend from Perry, Florida, with me, and it rained the whole game. And Bob Huco brought us back in the fourth quarter. We beat them yeah. like 13 to 10. And the Gator fans got on the field, and the FSU folks turned the sprinkler. Yeah, the I remember that from yeah. the press box watching that. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Hey, let me say something, Pat. I, I, I said this to Steve Russell last year. He didn't like it very much, but I talked. Pat, but maybe he did. Well, yeah, yeah he doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, Kerwin, and, Kerwin up there at Western Carolina, they uh, they beat Charleston Southern the first week, and then last week they uh, they went to Bobby Dodd Stadium. They hung with Georgia Tech. I think it was 14, 14, 17, 17. They lost 35, 17. But – I told Steve last year, I said, all the Florida fans that are supporting Kerwin up at, at Tullowee, North Carolina, they should call us the Gadamounts. Instead of Catamount, the Gadamounts. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm a Gadamount. Okay. All right, so put a TM beside it because Gator Jim trademarked that. The Gadamounts 
the Florida Gators are pulling for Kerwin up at Western. Yeah, I'm one of them. There's no doubt about it. I'm a big uh, Kerwin fan. Kerwin's a good guy. Yep, one He's of my a favorite great people. Because yeah. I, I, I'm originally from Taylor County, so Kerwin and I graduated together. He's at Mayo. So, All right, fellas. Well, um, I guess we have a chance to beat the Seminoles tonight at something, right? We yeah, volleyball. Yep. Yep. We'll see what happens. Pat, speaking, oh. of, speaking of Kerwin Bell, when the Texas quarterback was limping around there in the second half, I kept thinking of the 85 Florida Auburn game. Or, yeah, or 86, well, where, you you came, know, where he hobbled in the end zone, Bell did for the. Yeah, but he's. Uh, uh, Card is the backup. Yeah. And he's still hurt, apparently. I don't know if he's going to play this yeah. week. And of course, they lost Quinn Ewers. Who looks really good. Early in the game. Yeah, he got drilled uh, to the ground. But I did want to ask you about this, Robbie. So the play that uh, Anthony Richardson got hurt on in the early second quarter was. Was it the second quarter? Yeah. They grabbed him around the. the lower body, okay, which I don't think is a penalty. Then Trey Dean gets it for doing the same I thing. I know, I know. I don't understand the mentality. The only argument I can make that Dean got it a penalty and the uh, – I'm trying to think of the, the, the DB's name that came in and, and had the tackle Then went low on – Richardson. Yeah. Uh, God, I can't think of his name. I had it written down. But anyway, um, I'll look it up. Was it Dean c- did kind of twist it afterwards? I mean, but not, I'm not, he wasn't trying to twist him to hurt him. He was twisting him to get him down. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't know how you could look. And again, I'm a big believer you have to play around the officials. Yeah. You, the officials are going to screw up every game. You got to play around them. But I still, I would like an explanation as to why one was a penalty and one wasn't. Here's another one, Pat. Why is it a penalty if you're playing Texas and you do the. Down the horns, signal. Yeah, and yet when teams play Florida, do the Gator chomp? There's nothing. I thought that in, why, why, in Texas they the changed difference? the rule there, or that they weren't going to. Well, uh, that was the whole thing with Saban going into the game. They he told everybody, "You can't do this. You'll get a penalty." So they didn't do it during the game, but they did it after the game, and it kind of irritated Saban. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't know. It's all those things. I think you should be able to get away with. I mean, wh- so what's wrong as long as you're emotion, not flipping yeah. birds, yeah. you know. Oh, Jalen Geiger, that's the guy's name, that got Richardson low on that early in the season. He definitely quarter. came out of that limping. Yeah, definitely. And I, I don't know. I mean, again, nobody likes to – I'm curious because I know that um, Coach Napier is meeting with the media boys after practice today, so it'll probably be after we get off the air. What What's the deal with uh, Ventro Miller? I mean, I don't know how – What was his injury, Pat? I, lower body. Uh oh. We've gone must champion again, yeah. where they go lower body. Could be a sprained ankle, could be a torn ACL, could be whatever whatever you want Remember to say. Remember with Galen Hall, Todd Gatlin, he's got a shoulder. Yep. <laughs> that went on for weeks. Um, and this also um, Tarquin, who had been playing really Starting well. right tackle. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes going forward. Um, but we'll keep, try to keep track of it. For you, they again, really need Miller. Yeah. I'm telling you. Look, I, even I, though James is really playing well for he is playing really well. But I, I said this before the season: they're two injuries away from six to six, and that's Richardson and um, and Ventrell. Ventrell and Miller. But now I'm I'm like, man, maybe they're just six and six. Yeah. Maybe that's just who they well, are. Even healthy, yeah. But I I will say this, Robbie. Do you remember? Do you remember? I'm I'm doing cool in the gang now. Um, when Florida lost to 
Kentucky the first time. Yeah. And Dan Mullen's first year, and you and I went on the podcast said, I don't see this team going to a bowl game. I know, and they went to a New Year's That went all the way to the Peach Bowl and, yeah. and won that. So we're going to wait and see how this all works out. It's just going to – it is what it is. It is what oh, yeah, it is. And there's so much ball left to be played, Pat. So, yeah, you know, let them do their job and see if they can turn around here and so get when back you, and get their when you back. This is when you wish you were an NFL fan because you'd have 16 games left. Yeah. But – Florida's only got 11. And That's, we'll that 11's good. Enough to get things started. All right, we'll, we will take a break. We'll come back and continue to talk about college football this weekend. If you want to talk NFL, anything else you want to talk about, here on the tailgate, uh, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good evening, I'm Alex Moraski. The Tampa Bay Rays are entangled in a doubleheader against the Toronto Blue Jays tonight. The Rays won their first game 4-2 and are set to play their second game starting at 7. Tampa Bay currently holds the third wildcard spot in the Atlantic Division and are set to make the postseason. The Miami Marlins will also play against the Philadelphia Phillies tonight starting at 6.40. Then, Gators Volleyball plays against FSU you can catch that here starting at 6.45 on ESPN. Finally, Gators Women Golf finished up their first round today and start their second round tomorrow morning against Annika Intercollegiate. I'm Alex Moreski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo, I'm back, baby. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you probably have the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. Since the sports here on campus seem to sparkle all the time, well, why don't you follow suit and sparkle in the stands? Oaks Jewelry has become as popular as the new coaching staff has in just a short time, and they've got rose gold, white gold, yellow gold, watches, purses. Let's just put it this way. They've got something special that is perfect for you at a price that's as awesome as a Gator victory. 
A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. So go see it for yourself. It's right across the street from the Oaks Mall, not far at all. Or you can check them out online at oaksjewelry.com. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, uh, in all the national shows all around the world, all anybody wants to talk about is the first week of the NFL. And, of course, we, we talk about college football here. That's what we do. We've done a little We NFL. live in a college. Yeah, we talk a little bit of NFL. And I, I enjoyed the NFL Sunday. I did, too. But the Saturday for college football was just crazy. And it was it, – it kind of just – you just went, well, could be worse. Yeah. You had a lot of those points where you went – could be worse. Could have lost to Marshall. Yeah. Could be worse. Could have lost to Louisville State. at home. <laughs> oh my God. I, UCF. That game was unbelievable because we we were out. That was together. entertaining. When half. I got home, it was like I was freaking out watching the end of that game. You know what? You know the most ridiculous thing though is that national championship thing up on the press box thing. It's ridiculous. They weren't. That, no, I thought you were going to no. say the most ridiculous thing was when they went for it on fourth down, yeah. Louisville. Yeah, that was the he he tried to lose a, the game. What a dumb! Yeah. It was like dummy, dummy. And then you go back and forth, yeah, dummy, dummy, dummy call. To dummy put his call. team in jeopardy like that when they were in control of the game was stupid. Yeah, but that national championship sign just uh <laughs> I think I think Florida should put four more up. Say, Put them everywhere. Yeah, they won it in uh, yeah, you know, the New 84. York Times. They won yeah, it. They New York Times number New York one. Times said they National were champions. One. Yep. They, well, they, and they had those up there, the 84, 85, and 90. Um, because best in the SEC. Best in the SEC. But once Spurrier left, they went, nah, take those. Nah, just put the yeah, S. Because right. Spurrier wanted that 90 team up there. Well, in his mind, they won the conference. And I think a lot of people and feel the same I don't way. disagree with him. I don't yeah. disagree with 84 either. 85. 85 I can make an argument against because 85 knew they were on probation. Yeah, that was a great offense. 84 thought they had won the SEC, Yeah, and they had. At Kentucky, that was a big celebration. Galen Hall, named head coach. 90 did know they were having to deal with it, but it was still unfair because it was nothing that had anything to do with it. Man, that really pissed Spurrier off. Uh, Still does. His team got punished for that. Still does. Let's go to the phone and see what Corey's got for us. What's going on, Corey? Yeah, Pat, you told me – UCF was going to throttle them, and I lost on that one. And then I said, "Well, Sorry. dude, you know what he's talking about." No, I don't. <laughs> you know what he's talking about. So I took I took Pitt because you said Tennessee was going to throttle them, and I lost that one because the spread was only six. So, yeah, know. I actually um, had a good week on on my picks. I went four and one against the spread, but 
I missed the Florida game, unfortunately, but uh, I got all the rest of them. That one. What I picks? Won the I do it for WRUF. I do uh, five picks every week. Uh, never seen them. Going to Robbie, that's <laughs> that's a you problem, though. It's like all these people come to me and go, we really miss you. And I go, I'm still writing. You just got to find Where? it. WRUF.com. GatorsWire.com. Never seen it. <laughs> what about this guy puking here on the, on the at the game? All right, what else do you have, Corey? I think, you know, I think the Florida fans are freaking out a little bit because the offense was so inept. And, you know, and I'm not freaking out. I think AR is going to develop. But we're kind of at a crossroads, and we've got to figure it out. But since everybody's making the comparisons, I think it's no longer Cam Newton. I think right now he's at a point where it's a draft just go like. Is he going to be able to use all that physical talent and learn how to read the defenses? So, yeah, that's yeah. definitely in question right now. But it's early, so you know you got to give him time. And I will say this: I don't think his in a. I don't think it was his reading the defenses of the problem. He threw the ball badly. He made a lot of bad wild throws. High a few. Wild, yeah, and and um, and again, these receivers have not shown any signs of being able to separate. They can't. There's been no separation yeah. at all. So he's not getting a lot of help either. Either. That one pattern that Pearsall runs over the middle has been getting open, and he's delivered on that one. But like I said, Pat Richardson did not get a lot of help from the from the coaching staff. No, I in that totally game. agree. Here's my rule of thumb: I don't think he's as bad as what he played last weekend, but he's not as good as everybody was hyping him up to be. He's in the middle somewhere. Yeah. That's kind of my rule of thumb with everything: baseball teams and everything. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. They're not as bad as they look, but they're not as good as when they won 15 in a row or whatever. Yeah. So, it's uh, true. Which he's just at a crossroads. And I, you know, I think he's going to figure it out. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it's so early time. in his career. I think he definitely will figure it out. Man, I, you know, I, I would love for him to stay and not come out this year and develop. Because Lord knows we need – we don't have any quarterback depth. Well, right we now, he, I, I don't think there's any way he'd be coming out after <laughs> – the way yeah. he played the other and night. And the other I, thing I is, think the shines off of that. I think Gator fans need to understand that. Okay, that that was a bad game, and, it, and I, I look, I put a lot of blame on the coaches, but this coach knows what he's doing, and he's going in the right direction. The reason, and and Karen's the one. I mentioned this in the first hour. Karen's the one who who said this to me Sunday morning. She goes, "You know why Kentucky beat Florida? Because Kentucky coach has been there for ten years, or twelve years." He's built a, a roster. He's built a culture. Florida's trying to do that. This is exactly what I talked about with Utah last week. Florida overcame that with with some breaks that went their way. This week, the breaks didn't go their way, and that's the way it's going to be until they can bring in better players and and you know change the culture and and get a better roster. Yeah. In there. Well, like the one caller last Friday, Pat said, this is a Florida team that's probably not going to blow many people, if anybody, out. You know, they're going to be close games. No, exactly. So, buckle up. You just finished top 25 when the year's done. I think that's a successful season. Yeah, and get to a bowl yeah. game. To me, that would be a good way to start. That is cool. They just need to create some momentum over the course of the year, and that would help recruiting, and then you take take off from there. Hopefully. That is cool. Yeah, we'll see. All right, guys, I appreciate the Okay, call. Corey. Wow, I just uh, – I'm seeing this uh, came over the 
different places. Uh, John David Francis has passed away. God, he he can't be old, that old. No, and he was a very good kicker, very good golfer, very good yeah. friend. I mean, um, he was in the eighties, right? Yeah. He Too was good. He was the kicker actually in '89, and um, that beat LSU. No, Shashevsky kicked it. Oh, that's right. They he brought kicked, him yeah. in, and and we were like, "How do you spell that?" You yeah. know, um, how do you pronounce? In it fact, too? Mick Huber tells a great story about being on the plane, and um, with um, Shashevsky sitting next to Shashevsky, and and introducing himself, and going, "Yeah, I'm Mick Huber. I do." The, he goes, "What's your name?" He told him. He said. He said, yeah, it's spelled just – it sounds just like uh, the coach at Duke. So, he, so when Krzyzewski hit, made the kick, he knew how to pronounce yeah. it. Uh, but only because he was he, on the plane. Uh, but that, that is sad news about uh, John Day. That really is. John Wasn't he Day. kind of a local guy too? He was from Stark, I think. Yeah. I think he was. I think he was from Stark. Played a lot of golf with him. Um, really good guy. That's sad. Makes me – Makes me want to cry, but I won't. Instead, I'll take a phone call from Dan. What's going on, Dan? Hey, Pat, long time. Um, I, I certainly hope that, uh, that Richardson plays through this week and plays a lot better than next week, uh, you know, than he did last week. Uh, and I expect him to. But if I channel Jim Finch, remember Jim Finch? Oh, yeah. Here come the Gators. If, if your car won't stop, call Billy's Towing. Exactly. <laughs> in the unlikely event that your car won't stop. Yeah. <laughs> so in the unlikely event that Mr. Richardson has a high ankle sprain, uh, who is the number two guy? Is it Angle or is it uh, Kitna? I think it's Kitna, but I, but I nobody mean, knows for sure. Nobody knows. Yeah. I, I look his ankle. I think they. I don't know if they shot him up. I don't know if it was. It wasn't that bad. I don't know that we have not gotten an explanation. I think on we'll that. know more tonight. Yeah, I'm sure they'll Maybe. they'll say something about it tonight. But uh, yeah, I well, look this team ain't gonna win many games with uh, their backup quarterback. Now they might win some with Jack Miller when he gets back, and supposedly he'll be back maybe for uh, Missouri. Uh, but they're not gonna win them with uh, a guy who's never played. Um, yeah, two guys. Either never one played. of them. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, um, I'm just saying, you know, it, 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 not just what it, at any point he could suffer an injury, uh, yeah. which hopefully will never happen. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I see the drop off. So, um, but I was just curious if, what your opinion was as to. Well, we don't know what the drop off is because we've never yeah. seen those guys play yeah, in our true. lives. We've never seen them. We saw so. a kid in the spring game for Yeah, that bit. doesn't count. I know, I know. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be there Saturday night. Okay. Good. No booing Thanks. now. Okay. Yeah. No booing allowed. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, no. No good. I won't boo. Good. You're allowed to boo when the other team runs on the field. Yeah. But maybe yeah. with USF, you even that you shouldn't do. Okay. All right. See you later, Jim. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Florida is a 24 point favorite to win that game. Um, Who would you take in that? I I don't know. It, that my pro well look. There's a reason why it's 24 because that's the perfect number where you go. Eh, I don't know which one I want to yeah. go. With. Now I'm not sure Florida's offense can generate a ton of points, but it doesn't look like it after the other night. Here's the funny thing, Robbie. All right, so Florida's defense, and, and, and I'm going to say this, and you can 
you'll there's a there's a answer to this, but Florida's defense in this opener was not very good, right? No. How many points did they give up? Twenty six. Florida's defense was really better. Gave up 26. Gave up well, 20. the offense gave up 14. I know. The offense was a reason. They gave up at least 24 of them right there. Yeah. But um, still, I mean, it's, it's amazing that in the first two games they gave up 26 points. Yeah. And but I don't them. think Florida's going to score a whole lot of points in any game. No, I don't think they are. I don't think, I don't they, think they'll be in the 40s. I think they're, I, I, they're going to have to get better players to be better a better offense. And they need to be more creative. And I'm not just talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about wide receiver, even the running backs. You know, you had the Montreal. Here's, the, here's another thing, Pat. The tight end has killed Florida in the first two games. The tight end hasn't existed in Florida's offense I yet. Know. They've done nothing. Not And the tight end, we got used to that being such a big, pivotal position with Kyle Pitts and, and other guys. And now it's no factor. And I kept hearing you know, when Napier got here, that the tight end was a big part of the offense, but so far it's been no part of the offense. And, and another example, Justin Shorter was targeted eight times in the game and caught two passes. I mean, it's not his fault, no. but, I mean, the bottom line is they're just not getting production out of that position. They got a little bit out of the running back position, but not enough, um, and certainly didn't get anything out of the quarterback position. Yeah, but when you only get 12 first downs, there aren't that many opportunities to do things. So. Uh, Howard You're got, not on the field. Howard last week against USF had 24 first downs and lost 42 to 20 or whatever. <laughs> but they were on the field and had a chance to score yes, points. Yes, so I'm just saying if Florida has 12 first downs again, then yeah. they Yeah, going into that game last week, Pat, I told, we talked about the fact that Florida's may not have the ball that much because that's what Kentucky does. Nobody wanted to listen to us. Nobody no. wanted to listen to us. All right. We will, they don't uh, now either, probably. <laughs> we will uh, take a break. We'll come back with more uh, here on the tailgate. You're listening to it on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, <laughs> it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered showers are still possible through this evening. Tomorrow, a low chance for morning rain will increase to 60% in the afternoon. Highs in the 80s, local flooding is the main threat. Thursday and Friday, thunderstorm chances remain at 60%, and so do high temperatures in the 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. I think Josh Allen should take a page out of Cam Newton's book. When Cam Newton and Carolina went to the Super Bowl, Cam Newton ran the most times in his career. When my quarterback is that big and that fast, he's so dangerous when he's able to do that. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From pylon to pylon. Things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF. So John David Francis would be what? In his 50s? Early 50s? He was a kicker in the eight, late 80s, right? 89. Yeah. Yeah, so he would have been, yeah. That's sad. Sad to it hear really that. It really is. Uh, let, speaking of sad, let's go to the phones. And uh, Tennessee Mike kicked us off here in the last segment. What's going on? What's going on, gentlemen? Where you been, Robbie? Uh, hanging out. Just hanging out in the, <laughs> hanging out in the man cave. <laughs> hey Robbie! Hey Robbie, coming up for the big ball game here in about twelve days. No, no, no. I thought you might be cashing in some of those Delta Legends points. I figured you, you and Pat have piled up millions of Delta points by now. I figured you might be cashing a few in. Yeah. I was going to invite you for I've, a little. I can't get you a fifty-two twenty up here, but I can get you a Lynchburg lemonade. Yeah, you know, one year Dooley and I had to drive up there because our flight got canceled. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Actually, we didn't have to drive. I had to drive. Yeah. You did. I drank the. Yeah. Dooley drank and I drove. Yeah. I've made that drive many times, guys, probably a little shorter for y'all than me. Hey, um, one thing on Anthony Richardson, guys, and the question about the SEC East going forward here. Um, guys, the Stephen uh, Shane, I was watching them yesterday, and they made an excellent point about potential and how the NFL is getting on like the NBA and they just draft on potential. Let's say um, let's say Florida goes 7-5. and five. Anthony Richardson, uh, you know, has a good, not great year, throws more touchdowns than picks. He's three years out of high school, right? Yeah, he is. Um, 
point they were both agreeing on, and I agree with them also, is, is the you know, you sit in, in college basketball all the time up there in Calipari's factory. You have a guy that's the NBA just drafts on potential, and he, they were claiming that's where the NFL is. It sounds like the NFL can't wait to get its hands on Anthony Richardson. Well, especially with quarterbacks, I think they definitely draft on potential. I saw a lot of bad quarterback play yesterday, believe me. <laughs> I know, the, in NFL, the NFL. Yeah. It was real. I mean, there were so many guys that were so bad. Um, yeah, if, if the NFL was interested in him, I'm sure he'd probably, you know, really think about going. Yeah, it'll probably be one yeah, of those I things mean, if he thinks he's going to be a first-round pick, he'll go. But I can't see that happening now. I mean, well, maybe I I'm wrong. I go with you. Pat, I don't even know if I'd go with you on first round. I mean, you always think about Vince Young was a bust, Jamarcus Russell was a bust, but Lamar Jackson seems like the NFL is doing better with quote unquote running quarterbacks. I think uh, you know juniors and seniors are almost stigmatized when it comes to the NBA, and I wonder if it's coming that way um, with college football players too. When you're three years out of college, I'd say most of these dudes, if they think they're a player, they're they're thinking pro. Yeah, I mean, how many top draft picks are are not seniors now? You know. Think a about lot, Jamar lot of underclassmen. <laughs> Jamar Chase lit it up, I guess, what, his true sophomore year and quit on LSU. Yeah, he did. He was, a top, he was what, a top five top pick? And that was a great pick, yeah. <laughs> I do think it's different for receivers versus quarterbacks, though. Yeah. I, I think all you got to do is run to a spot and catch the ball versus knowing, you know, the play, getting the play in, getting it through your helmet for the first time. It's a little bit harder. But, no, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, the bottom line with uh, – Richardson is he needs to worry about South Florida. Right yeah, now. exactly. He, he can't worry about whether he's going to the NFL or not. He might be worried about getting hurt. If his ankle I don't think he is. Up. Well, his I mean, his ankle, his ankle, he got hurt, but he played the whole game, so it's clearly not a severe injury. Yeah, you I mean, wouldn't he, think. He was chasing after both those guys that picked off the passes, uh, but I will say this, when the guy made the cutback on him, he had no – he couldn't cut back – but, you know, you, sometimes you you do an ankle in a game, but you get through the game, and then it's yeah. really bad the next day. So Bothers you later. Hopefully what, what, we'll what find out was, something more tonight. What if he was to pull Jamar Chase and just quit and protect his draft stock? I don't think it's – I don't think I don't think he would. I, 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 think, being I don't a think he would guy, for a lot of reasons. He wants, One is I think he wants he's to a play. Gainesville guy, yeah. and secondly, uh, he would have – he would literally have no games of – No tape. Playing well against a Power yeah. 5 team. Yeah, he wouldn't hey, have any tape. The, the NBA drafts dudes from Kentucky that don't even start for Calipari. I know. That is potential for drafting them. Yeah. Hey, one thing going for here, Robbie, I'll clear it out. Uh, yeah. Who are you most impressed with? Um, you know, Kentucky, I think us regular fans aren't used to seeing Kentucky football being good, but uh, cheating's legal, paying players' legal, however you want to term it. I don't know if Stoops wants to hang around or not. You hear conflicting things on that. But um, – uh, with the playoff expanding, I don't see Georgia going away. Uh, but I, you know, I see probably there's room for more teams. Saban's looking kind of. I wonder how much gas in the tank Saban's got left. You wonder where uh, the SEC's going to be in a year or two. Who, of these coaches under Georgia, I guess we were talking about Billy Napier, who you can't really tell yet. No. Heupel and and Stoops. Um, you can throw Beamer in there. I think still kind of cracks me up that Spire's initial trophy went to a special teams coach. But uh, who, who are you most impressed with in these coaches under Georgia? Because uh, Jerry Palms got me shopping for uh, oyster bars. What's your favorite restaurant? I mean, a uh, hotel in um, New Orleans, Pat? I don't really have a. It was the one that got flooded out in the hurricane that one year. Yeah. Oh, the the, the, uh, Hyatt? the Hyatt. Yeah, yeah, I love that. The Hyatt was yeah. great. Yeah. It connected to the stadium. Jerry Palms got Tennessee and Baylor in the Sugar Bowl, and I don't see Heupel getting much uh, rub because he's uh, obese. 
But I'm uh, just kind of curious what you think about the uh, the coaches under Georgia that in the East there, Robbie, and y'all have a big day. Well, I think Heifel and, and Stoops, they're right. I mean, they're closing in on Georgia a little bit. Yeah. And I think, no. I think both those teams could compete against Alabama maybe better than they could have a couple of years ago. I think – Here's a funny Tennessee's thing. offense is going to keep them in every game. The funny thing, Robbie, about that whole Heupel and Frost thing, Frost was a coach there and got them to that yeah. fake Won the national championship, championship. fake yeah. championship that they claimed they won. He was a guy. Heupel inherited his players, and then they went – every year he was there, they went downhill. A little bit, with yeah. his, And now he's at Tennessee – they're and getting better each And year. they're getting better every yeah. year. Yeah, so well, a lot of it is recruiting, Pat. It I is. Mean, they've recruited well, and I was very impressed they've with the – They've handled the NIL well. Yeah, and I was yeah. impressed with the uh, way Tennessee played defense the other day for a lot of that game. Yeah. They were very fast, aggressive, and athletic. I think that their defense is going to get better, and with that offense, you know, I think they're going to compete against Alabama this year. By the way, John David Francis was 55. Way too young. Very young. I don't know if there was any problems with him, but – Whatever. Gordon is up next to talk about the Kentucky game. What's up, Gordon? What's up, guys? Um, so, uh, you know, obviously kind of a, a strange and disappointing game there. A um, couple couple quick thoughts, and I, I haven't listened to the whole show yet. I apologize. But a couple of thoughts I had. I mean, you know, with the inaccuracy uh, that Richardson had there, obviously apparently now there's some sort of an injury that he had, and that's why he didn't run much. Um but my thought on that is, I mean, you know, it seems like it's kind of a concern on a couple of different levels there just because certainly you can you can learn how to read defenses better, and, and I know you already said you didn't think that was a big issue, but certainly there were guys open that he didn't get to or didn't, you know, progress to or however you want to put it. But I've, in my experience, you can't really teach accuracy or touch. Those are things that guys, they might improve on them a little bit um, through practice and repetitions, but for the most part, you either have touch or you don't. You either can, you know, hit someone in stride or, or you're not that good at it. And I just wondered your thoughts on that because, in my experience, that's not something that you can improve upon very much. Well, I mean, that was the biggest problem with uh, Emory Jones. His timing was never quite right. He was he would, a little bit slow. He'd, he'd hold the ball too long. Too long yeah. Felipe was the same way. Yeah. He'd stare down guys. And, uh, look, I mean, it's something you get better at the more you play. Yeah, I do think you can work on accuracy if your your technique is, is improved on footwork and timing and everything else. And I think you should ask that question, give that to Spurrier. I think he could, he'll could he tell you you can improve. Yeah, no, accuracy. I know that he, he – If you're coached up right. He really felt that um, Emory Jones could be a great quarterback and that he just needed to work on his timing. Yeah. And, and he never – I don't think you know Spurrier's a big believer. You just throw and throw and throw and throw and throw yeah. and throw and throw. But how many times well, last I mean, year did Emory have guys open, but he threw it a little too late, and then, yeah, he, right. then they weren't open, and then they weren't right. open. Right. Yeah. And I feel like you can learn that, right? You can learn to get through your progressions faster or yeah. make a quicker decision. But I'm feeling like, for example, Emory threw darts. I mean, those were tight spirals. But when he needed to drop it over a linebacker into a into a pocket, he couldn't do it. He just he would just he would just sail on him. I mean, it was like uh, he was like he was throwing, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the middle of the field was not, not his sure. friend. No, it was. No, I mean, dropping it in behind somebody really didn't happen. And no. I mean, my concern with with Anthony was just I mean, wildly inaccurate. Those were some of the most. I mean, I'm not trying to get on the kid. He's a nice kid, and, he, and honestly, I feel like if we utilized him the right way, or if we do, as he's maybe if his ankle's better or whatever, he could still be effective. But 
I just, I mean, those were some of the most inaccurate throws I've ever seen yeah. in a college football game. I think you uh, by can starting quarterback. Yeah, I think yeah. you can attribute some of that to the fact that guys did not separate. They weren't really open. If you look at those, go back and look at a lot of those plays. Well, even the one that he hit Pearsall on across the middle. I mean, he had to die. He was wide open. Yeah, he had to dive, and he had to dive for it. And then the other one that, that was behind him, uh, you know, that bounced off of him. I just. I don't know. I, I'm a little worried about the accuracy level, and of course, the way one of the ways you can counter that is, you know, let's throw it thirty, run it, run it thirty times, and pass it, you know, ten times, or you know, whatever. Flip, flip that around, and then of course you may have a different result. Yeah. Um, the other, the other question, really quick, on that with you guys, um, I'm sure it's already been talked about. I just hadn't heard, but I mean, the the going through it on fourth down with ten minutes left, you know, I, I thought that was a little questionable. You're only down seven. But then to do it again with four minutes left and three timeouts, and your defense is playing pretty well, I just, I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts. I'm sure you've already mentioned it. I just hadn't heard it, but I just, uh, I just really was like, man, why do you not punt that away? Yeah. Get your defense to try to stop them, and now you have three timeouts and you know, some time left to try to do something. I yeah. just, why you're going for it with a shaky offense and a quarterback who's struggling? Uh, on your own, whatever it was, 35-yard yeah. line. I just, God dang, I felt like that was a tough one. Um, yeah. I get you're gambling, but, man, I just, mm. Dooley and I agreed on this. That the decision to go for it, questionable. What was really bad was the play calls on both of those. Yeah. That, to me, was the problem. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like the first one. The I second didn't like one, the first one I could all. live with because it was very late in the game and there was a little panic. Uh, involved, but the first one I was like, I, "Why are they going for it?" I think it was what, fourth and three. Yeah, yeah. And they exactly. threw a they threw a just awful pass. Yeah. Do you know I, another decision I, just, I didn't agree with? Why were they going for two at the point they were in the game? No, I don't. I didn't agree with that. Yeah. I mean, they made it, of course, yeah. so that looked good. But why? Why are you going? Why for two you don't there? chase points that early? Yeah, no. Yeah. And then and then one last one since we're questioning a little bit of that stuff. And again, listen, I'm I'm not saying give up on anybody, but. Why did we not call a timeout on third down with a whatever it was, two and a half, almost three minutes left? Why would we not have called that timeout to try to stop the clock and stop them on on third, um, and you know, and then and then force them, you know, and then get the ball back with more time? If you if you recall that, the, I do. I don't. I didn't get that one either. I was. It was a frustrating. I thought, why are we not? I was literally sitting there yeah. thinking, timeout, timeout, timeout. Like we stopped them, timeout, timeout, and we didn't call it, and then they killed another minute almost. Well, that's the thing. When you lose a game like that, a close game, every call you make is considered to be the wrong one. Yeah. And when you win a game like that, everybody call call you make is considered yeah. to be the right one. It's easy for us all, you and me, um, certainly um, Gordon as well, to second guess the coaches. Um, I don't think they had a great game, and I think yeah. that I I do like that Napier took you know accountability. He owned it. That was what he had to he do. He said, "Look, I didn't do a good job," and uh, but. My question, the thing that would bother me the most, why didn't you make adjustments during the game? So that was going to be my next thing. You stole my. So my next thing was I didn't notice, and I was at the game, so I'm not watching on TV. I'm not quite able to follow it as closely as you can when you're on TV. But it didn't seem like we made any adjustments at halftime to the way that the game was going uh, to try to change up what we were doing. It felt like we just kind of kept the same game plan, even though it wasn't working, especially on offense. Um, I was just – I couldn't figure it out. And, I, I mean, I guess now Richardson was hurt. I, I still am unclear on that. But 
All right. Um, but anyway. It, it looked yeah, the same way you. to me, too, Gordon, that they didn't make any. Yeah. It was the same old stuff over and over. Thanks for the call, yeah. Gordon. We Thanks, got to, we've got to get a break. We'll do that right now. We'll take If we can get uh, last two calls in, we will. After we come back, you're listening to the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, I'm Alex Moraski. Gators Volleyball plays against FSU tonight. You can catch that game live here on ESPN starting at 645. The Tampa Bay Rays are entangled in a doubleheader against the Toronto Blue Jays. The Rays won the first game 4-2 and are set to play their second game starting at 7. Tampa Bay currently holds the third wildcard spot in the Atlantic Division. The Miami Marlins will also play tonight against the Philadelphia Phillies. That game starts at 6.40. Finally, Gators Women's Golf finished up their first round today and play their second round tomorrow morning against Annika Intercollegiate. I'm Alex Moraski. That's your ESPN Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence and and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. 
Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. We have seconds before we have to get out of here, so we are going to go ahead and cut loose. Uh, sorry about the callers. We'll get you tomorrow. Thanks to Katie for producing. Did a great job. And um, what else? Anything else you want to say, Robbie? No, just thanks Robbie, for having me. Robbie may be back tomorrow, or it may be Jeff. We don't, we don't know. You'll find out as we go through the sand, like sands to the hourglass. These are the days of yep, our lives. And I'm cheap and available. Sir. Yep. All right. We got to get out of here, though. We will see you tomorrow. Until then, I'm Pat Dooley for Robbie Andrew. We're deep. We're way back. And we are out of here. U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.